Did you see that uh, that post I shared last week about Tom Oriah's wife, the singer from Slayer, his wife? She was yeah. posting a bunch of kind of very controversial shit on her fucking socials in regards to just you know COVID not being real. Um, in regards mm. to like uh, um, Asian drivers and the Black Lives Matters movement. And it was just very negative. So I decided to share that on the Facebook page. And Mm -hmm. the response was very... um, A lot of people that were frequenting the page um, were not agreeing with the Black Lives Matter movement. So I had an issue with that. And I questioned a couple of the commentators or the commenters or the people who uh, put comments on that. You know, you know, I don't want to read any um, any of them word for word, but they were all negative um, and to the point where they were obviously, you know, racist. <laughs> you know, right. pr- pretty much it, it was just racist. And a lot of them were just kind of forgiving the free speech thing. They gave th- that free speech um, excuse. And I don't like that free speech excuse because it's so you're saying no, just yeah hate speech is not free speech exactly that's what I'm saying so you're saying so it's okay to say this because it's like you know because First Amendment rights like no it's not it's not okay and a lot of people use the First Amendment to they use it conveniently when yes. it caters to their cause and it's not cool it really isn't saying that oh um, it's her social page. You know, who cares what she puts on her socials? Don't read it. I'm like, in, in my opinion, first of all, I didn't read her social. It was an article. So it, it, it's an obvious thing. If somebody has an article about someone's social page. Yeah, that saying, means, you know, it's, it's. Yeah, it means there's enough negative shit on there to it, like warrant attention. There. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's out there. And for, yeah. and for a lot of people to kind of excuse that kind of behavior is unacceptable. And we here at Corpse Feed just want to say that we stand with the black community uh, forever and always. We are a brown mm-hmm. podcast. We are a brown um, brand. You know, the face behind Corpse Feed is brown for a reason because it is my face. Yeah. And I am Dominican and my producer is Mexican American mm-hmm. and we are very proud of that. And we will not stand with anybody who wants to protect hate speech or wants to spew it. It is not cool yeah. and uh, we will not tolerate it. We, we will not tolerate it on the page. Um, and I'm honestly slowly kind of seeing a lot of it, a lot of it. And, you know, fuck off. Yeah. Seriously, fuck off. Yeah, um, honestly, it, it doesn't matter whether or not you agree with like our movie or yeah. metal takes. Like if if you don't agree, like if you don't like us, like if you just in your heart hate us as people, <laughs> yeah. as, like, then I don't care what you think. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Uh, uh, fuck off. We are not here for your specific uh, demographic then. It's cool you you know that you wanted to hear my opinion, but the fact that you want to be the way you are with a time like this, where like just logical thinking should kind of take place, yeah, um, that's pretty much what it what it boils down to. Just being a decent human being. I'm not gonna go on on rants about that because I've been doing that a lot lately on my personal stuff with friends and all that stuff. So I I definitely don't want to do that here, but we definitely wanted to say something about it um, yeah. because it is a thing racism is a thing um there was a singer as well that i just posted up from bad wolves uh this guy uh, tommy vexed uh which said that um you know racism in the u.s is manufactured which is crazy 
Um, he says that he's a 38-year-old African-American male and he's never experienced that. He's been to all 48 states and a bunch of countries and blah, blah, blah. All right, you know, then good for you. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you have not experienced that. I don't want anyone to experience that. And I'm glad you haven't. But to say that it's manufactured um, by the media and by, you know, b- big money and all this other stuff, um, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's anyone trying to speak for somebody else. Yeah, you know, it's like you don't know what I you don't know what I experienced, yeah, dude. And it's, we we you and I don't know what black people experience. You know, like yeah. we know, like we've heard, you know, and we we hear the protests, and I I, I we completely agree with them. And know? we like, ourselves, as as being brown skin, have experienced uh, certain things in our lives. I know I have for sure. Yeah. Um, I have gone through things because I am, you know, Hispanic, um, have gone through, you know, certain situations where I have been discriminated against and it sucks, you know, so we definitely, um, you know, we understand the movement can't really grasp what everyday life is like in their shoes. It's mm-hmm. tough. It, you know, we can only begin to try to understand it. And we, as a, as a human being, as a person, we, it, it's our responsibility to understand that plight, you know, and to, yes. un- and, and understand what the other human being goes through. And again, um, it's, it's common human decency. And we're not saying anything about law enforcement. That's ridiculous. I, for one, do not condone any violence against anything or anyone or any kind of law enforcement or any of that bullshit. You know? But there are bad people who become cops, period. Yes. Okay? Yes. That's what it is. You know, like, you know, I am a law-abiding citizen and I am glad that we have law enforcement to protect us from crazy shit, period. All right? But there are bad people who become cops and that is the end of that story. Um, and it, it's unfortunate that th- there is no check system to kind of s- see those bad people and to kind of g- grab them before they actually get that badge. So this is what this is all about. And those bad people are the ones who are, are you know, targeting s- uh, certain demographics. And th- they're the ones causing all this fucking stupid yeah. chaos. I'm going to end it with this. This Blue Lives Matter thing, just it's ridiculous. You know why? Because yes. blue is a job. You yes. become a cop. You go to school, become a cop. You go to this academy, you know what I mean, to become a fucking cop. You're born black. You're born brown. You're born white. In this instance, you're born black. You know, you can't change that shit, dude. Like, you can't. You can change the fact that you're blue. So just stop with that shit. It's not about that. And if that's what you think then you obviously are racist. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. at the at the end of the day, all like no lives like no lives can matter unless black lives matter. It's know? true. It's it's, it's there true. Is no all lives matter. You say all lives because it's like, oh well what about me? It's no, no. It's, like, it's just <laughs> Yeah, there is no what about me. But you it's see, like, but like, you know, just not to really get too much into it, man, but like if you don't understand how simple that really is and yeah. then you have a problem. Yeah, that's you know, basically what it is. That's pretty the much, core dude. issue. Yeah. yeah. Like, 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 if you don't, you know, understand the fact that, you know, a person of a different color keeps dying and that a demographic just keeps getting killed. It's ridiculous how people don't understand it and they think it's about not respecting America and all this other shit, which is absolutely fucking ridiculous. But with all that being said, um, uh, welcome, folks, to the morgue, episode 38.
bullshit happening around the world, we at least have, uh, you know, our little horror genre to kind of keep us company. And this mm-hmm. summer, uh, we're focusing on the final girl uh, stereotype. And it's been fun so far this week. Yes. We are going through uh, Miss Jane Levy, the one and only Mia from uh, the Evil Dead remake and Mm -hmm. um, Rocky from Don't Breathe. Very different movies. (laughs) Uh, We will definitely um, talk about Don't Breathe first because it is honestly the lesser of the movies. Yeah, like she's she made like she has the smallest catalog of like horror movies out of all the out of all the final girls we'll talk this summer. But at the same time, like we you know we'll get into this, but I feel I feel like she nails it at yeah, least with these two. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah, like she's in the conversation because of what she did in Evil Dead. Period. What she does in Don't Breathe, you know, it's admirable, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's admirable. Yeah. But again, um, Don't Breathe, obviously, everyone saw it. It's, uh, you know, to me, it's it's an issue because you already have these characters where, like, you know, you don't like any of them. I don't. I personally don't. Yeah. I'm like, yo, these kids, it sucks you have a rough kind of, you know, living right now in Michigan, right? But you're out here fucking... Breaking into people's homes, stealing their fucking shit, you know, pawning the shit off for money, trying yeah. to get out of the fucking, you know, bad neighborhood, out of the fucking, you know, the hole that they're in, right? Yeah. Um. So that, like, you know, I have a problem with that. It was, it was like, why should I care what happens to you? Like, honestly, the dude had every right to fucking kill all of you. Like, he had every right. You broke into his house. You stole his fucking money. You stole his fucking kidnapped woman from the basement. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you put her in the line of sight. He he killed the fucking woman because of you. I completely agree. Because they're scumbags. Like, even, even Rocky, like, even Jane Levy, who's established as, like, she's not even, like, the, the best one. Like, she's not even, I guess, the goodest. No, I don't know how to say that. She's not the good one out of the bunch. And yeah. That's what you expect. <laughs> Alex, the kid, uh, you know, whose father is is a security guard with all the keys to all the homes. This is how yeah. they break into, quote-unquote, break into these homes because, you know, the father runs, a, like, a home security business. So Alex has all the key, uh, access to all the keys of all these homes. And he's the good one, you know? Um, even though his morality is skewed, but he's the good one, in, like, of the bunch. You know, the, the boyfriend gets offed right away, which is great. Um, yeah, like, and... His name's like Money. Money. Like, yeah. Yeah, like it that's what I mean. Like, you're right. They're all scumbags. And that's the problem when you have uh like it's about like fifteen minutes of setup before they actually get into the house. Yeah, like her and, mom's a scumbag too. Her mom's so yeah, trash. <laughs> like so, Oh my like, god. Not, not even like like cartoonish trash kinda. Just you know, or, just trash yeah. trash, dude. <laughs> like but, um she goes yeah. like, Oh, um, why are your lips all sore? Is that what you, you know? Like, is that how you're getting money out of the street? Like, oh my god, dude! Like, yeah, and in front and of then, like the in front of the little girl too, bro. Yeah, it's the problem when you get like 15 minutes. That's like one third of the movie already. <laughs> or, yeah, like, it's, like it's an hour and a half, dude. Yeah, <laughs> but, dude, but those 30 minutes, bro. Those last 30 minutes, they fucking dragged so much yeah. ass dude, that it was oof. it was upsetting because you got into the conflict quicker than. I remembered 
watching it in theaters. I'm like, oh, okay, that was fast. We got into it, right? Uh, but then it just dragged and just dragged, dragged, dragged. And I'm like, holy shit, man, this is the tough watch. And then you have <laughs> this guy explaining his motives, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, just shut up, bro. Dude, it, it's, it sucks because, yeah, like, that's the other thing. Like, they're all scumbags. It takes forever to set up. And then once the action gets going, because there's only three characters, too, you know? So it's like you, you off one to get the action going. So it's like you can't kill the other two right away. So it's like you or you can't kill one right away, apparently. They have to, like, one has to end up outside the house, then jumps back in. Oh, I know. And, yeah. and then, he like. He would have been gone. Yeah. <laughs> Me like yo, the minute, dude, the fucking, the minute he heard the gunshot, he was about to jump the fence again, and he heard the gunshot, and he was like, "Oh, let me go back." I would be like, "Oh, that's my turn to jump this fucking fence." Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, you know? honestly, dude, like, like that's the other thing, like, because he's the good one, exactly. Okay, like, and, so, and then know. he has a crush on Jane Levy's character on Rocky. Yeah, and he's super creepy about it. Yeah. Like, I'm like, why would you hang around these people? First of all, why, like, oh, there's yeah, so many wise trash. I know they're trash <laughs> people, dude. Legit. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and it sucks because the movie had a good concept. It was, uh, Fetty <coughs> Alvarez did a good job in terms of, like, you know, yeah. doing the quiet action shit, you know? It's a cool idea. Like, honestly, it's, at core concept, you're right. It's just a cool thing. Yeah. Uh, the, but like, yeah. what's his face? Uh, the blind guy. Uh, I, I oh, Stephen Lang. Real, yeah, there we go. Yeah, Stephen okay. Lang. Um, I don't like him much. Like, he was good until he started talking. And that's yes. been my thing with this movie ever since I saw it, even in theaters. After yes. I saw it, I'm like, why is he talking so much? Like, like just shut up, dude. Like, you, you don't have to explain to me what you're doing. I can tell I what you're doing. You have a turkey baster. You have frozen semen. I get it. Like, you don't have to explain anything you're a fucking creepo i get it dude just get it done you know and just you don't you don't have to break your your mythos down pretty much you know what i mean yeah yeah you're right like because he's like he's he's legit badass dude right and he just kind of breaks down his entire badassness you can say just by talking and explaining oh now you gotta give me you know a baby and blah 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 and all this shit yeah like like, come on that's the slasher movie problem right because it's it's basically set up like a slasher movie like it's the bones of a Mm -hmm. slasher and like them dodging around is it's it's good bones. Like yeah. that's to me, like the fact that like, oh, all he hears it's just him hearing stuff and he kills you. It works. It, it works, it, dude. It super works, but you're right. It'd be like if Jason started talking. Yeah, it's un- it's like uh, <laughs> it's, what? It's unnecessary. Yeah, you, you know? It completely throws you out of it. Like it like that's the thing. That last thirty minutes feels so long because it, it ruins your it ruins the movie. Like it, yeah, it, it kicked right me that. out of the movie. Like I, I was, I was like, I was so upset, like just so, like so confused and so just like, why are you doing this? Like yeah. you said, right? Like, and then, and then, <laughs> and then, dude, dude, and then to top it off, like he's he's changing his inflection and his, yeah. his accent, and I'm like, what is this goofy ass voice too? He was. Be, he was over the top in terms of his voice act yes. and you 
don't talk the entire movie for a reason. And when you do talk, you're a fucking goofy villain. Like, are you kidding me? It's, it was a damn shame. It's a damn shame. And then at the end, he lives, you know? Yeah, it's so, it's so whack. Cause Stephen Lang, like, he, he, can't, he can't act, but he, he's got a good frame. Like, he looks good. Yeah, he does. Like, that's the thing. Like, you're right, because it's so effective, because he looks good, like, he moves good. His like, silhouette is good, too, especially yeah, with Dark House. It works. Yeah, he's got, like, he's got, like, monster movie vibes. Yeah. You know, because he's so, like, lanky, but he's also kind of, like, kind of muscular, but not, like, Yeah, so much dude, so. especially, like, in that scene in the hallway where he's holding the gun. Yes. Right? And he's, yes. like, you know, like, slouching down a little bit, like, hunched and shit. That, that was a yeah. fucking good shot and good cinematography there. Yes, exactly. Because yeah, it it's good. making the most of, like, his weird, like, weird little mannerisms there. Yeah, because that's, like, that's the monster, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. your monster of the movie. That's the bad guy right there. And it's cool how he's doing all that work that he just fucking decides to destroy. You know, he fucking <laughs> yeah. obliterates all his hard yeah. work and effort because he wants to talk. I'm surprised they even wanted him to talk because honestly, um, everything he was doing, it was very visual, you know? Yes. Like, yes. you saw everything. You you got what was going on. You understood it. The minute he pulled up, you know, he pulled her up on the pulley system. You got what was going on. You know, he got yeah. the scissors. He breaks the pants. The turkey baster. It's very visual cues. And you don't need him fucking explaining anything to anyone about anything. And yeah. that's the downfall of this movie. And it's unfortunate because it's right at the end and it drags. So you're left with a very sour taste in your mouth with the movie. And yeah, because maybe like yeah. maybe they chickened out about having like a, a silent climax. Yeah. Cause like I I kind of get it because they had to break the they had to break the rhythm in a couple of moments too yeah that's where like where where the, like Rocky and what's his name have to talk to each other oh Alex right yeah I always forget his name because he's just the good one to me yeah now. he's he's Alex right <laughs> you have money Rocky and then Alex yeah <laughs> like, he's just like white boy name yeah you know <laughs> but um yeah so Alex. <laughs> Yeah, they have to talk to each other. It ruins it because I'm like, are you not? Because then look at look at another movie that does like silence well, A Quiet Place. You know, yeah. that's why we didn't get A Quiet Place two this year. Ah, oh, unfortunately. And, I but was so the, excited to see that. Dude, it would have been <laughs> seen to it already, bro. She yeah, was I know. Back in March, bro. It would have been probably fighting Invisible Man for number one. You know? <laughs> yeah, <I> know. <laughs> so far, Invisible Man, baby, taking all the Oscars home. Yo, honestly, fuck it. Like, we're going to do a, a special Course Feed Awards episode where we just talk about it again. We're just going to talk about Invisible <laughs> Yo, you know what? We did like a watch along with the fucking Invisible Man, bro. Oh, hell yeah. That's Let's it. do it. That's the award show. <laughs> but to put my cap on this, my final, like, two cents stuff, it's, you're right. I think. The, that emotion we felt at the end, it's just crushing disappointment. I, it's just pure, like, you threw away such a good idea. Agreed. And it, that's what it is. It crashes and burns, and it's just disappointing. It's not anger, or it's just, like, it's anger. It's all of that. It's like, what are you doing? And you know what's <laughs> fucked up, too? Like, the beginning of the movie has him dragging her down the street. Um, and, you know, you see that at the end where... 
that sequence where the dog is on the top of the car is cool and how she gets the dog in the car. That whole thing is pretty dope. Yeah, um, it's smart. You and know, it's, uh, it's good final girl he stuff. He brings her back in the home. And I wish they would have just kind of, you know, ended it there, you know, him yeah. winning. You know, like if he won that day, like it would have made up for everything he was doing before with him talking and shit. Like if he mm-hmm. just got his victim, if you really yeah. wanted to make him a baddie, the bad guy in the slashes always gets his fucking victim. That would have made the movie good in terms of a satisfying ending for me personally. But, um, you know, like at the end of the movie, she gets away with all this fucking money. So she just, yeah. so she legit fucking steals like a million dollars or something from a blind guy. Right, and she kind of makes herself feel better because she was gonna rescue this kidnapped woman who got shot by the blind guy. Um, So yeah, it's a hot mess. It's uh, again Jane Levy in the movie. She's dope. She does well. She she has very good facial acting, especially because her eyes are so fucking big and like bright. Like you know that that pays off, especially with the movie we're talking about next. Yes, but you're right. Like. It's a, like she's got you're right. She's got a perfect horror face. Yeah, and like, like you yeah, get so a lot of yeah. shots of her like crying and like her face all bleeding and shit, and yeah. her breathing, um, which uh, kind of like brings us to the next movie, which brings this exactly even better in uh, in the in, in the in, in the Evil Dead remake from what is it 20... 2013. Man, yes, that's fucking a long time ago, dude. Seven I know. <laughs> Shit, but you do, but you know what? It still holds it up. It holds hero. up fucking marvelously. We had the opportunity to rewatch it for this conversation, and I'm glad we did. Again, we had to rewatch Don't Breathe, of course, but we also had to, uh, you know, we, we had the luxury of rewatching Evil Dead for this convo, and mm-hmm. it just holds up all through and through. We've spoken about Evil Dead a lot, and you know, it's for a reason. It's a good fucking movie, and off the bat. You'll notice just the pacing of the movie off the bat. Like, it throws you right into the fucking thick of it. Um, and then it brings you back but by showing you the proper setting and everything and kind of giving you atmosphere. And then th- throws you right back in it. And we and um, in, in this version, we have Mia where, um, you know, she's trying to get over an addiction. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, like, already you have this kind of, like, addiction, like, like this this story built around this character that she's an addict so she has to so so she's acting like you know an addict on withdrawal and Mm -hmm. you get that kind of acting going on and uh you know you get her kind of just fucking panicking because you know she's going through withdrawal and then the moment happens when this fucking idiot you know reads those words from that book you know the first time i we we had a big conversation about it in a gpm rip yeah yeah <laughs> that was a great combo but you know if, if you want to go search for it i guess it but it's, you know, it's there man it's there yeah, on itunes still <laughs> <laughs> but in that conversation i remember us talking about this and you know comparing the original one which is kind of the tape yeah and it's kind of understandable because you're just kind of listening to it and i imagine you're just kind of like in the first one it makes a ton of sense because it's just playing it makes and they kind of you kind of zone into it you it know? makes total sense because yeah. they actually find recording you know yes. they find a fucking big ass 
like ribbon recorder shit right yeah. from back in the day and they're like oh let's see what happens because their dad used to like own the cabin yes. right so they're like oh sweet let's see what we can hear so they turn the shit on and they start playing the tape and it makes perfect fucking sense for yeah. it to kind of start but in in the new one it's very idiotic how first of all this fucking book this necronomicon right um yes. if you will uh because they don't say that in the movie but like um this book it's wrapped up in like black fucking garbage bag and then wrapped up again with barbed wire why the fuck would you open it like why would you even open it and it's funny because isn't he like a professor or some shit like that right he's like a a teacher or some shit he's yeah he's supposed to be smart yeah like there's there's an argument in the fact that it like maybe it's just compelling you know like it's one of those like demon things listen that's fine that's yeah. fine, but then like you're like it says it says it, it's inscribed in red. Yeah, right? where it's like don't book. keep reading, don't but then, read you know. the fucking word, don't look at it, don't even like. But then you it. know that he scratches it out and like it. That's what I mean. It'd be weird if he would like. It'd be different if you just reading it in the book. You no, know? he's. But then he's, he like he's, scribbles it out. And shit. He sees like, that it's fucking been scratched out of the book in the first place, right? Because like if yeah. you see it, like it's been scratched out. So he's like, "Oh, let me see these words." And then he's like, "Kunda," reading it, and I'm like, "You're so stupid!" Like, and it's hilarious. Everything happens to them because of him, and yeah. he actually admits it in the movie. He's like, "Oh, he I does apologize, I, he's like, David. I think I fucked up." Yeah, it's good. It is good. Oh man, yo, and he, he, also, he, he gets, gets fucked up. up. Yo, yeah. so that's the thing too. Like, oh man. Um, so as we as we continue to break it down, like we uh, we talked about this, where I particularly like when a movie gives the like punishes the characters. Yeah, you know, it's like it punishes the dumb ones. Like Dude. it's like in zombie movies when the guy hides the bite, or like the or the the greedy bastard always gets like super eight. You know, he gets got all the time. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it's like it's that's one of those things where it's the catharsis in horror movies, where it's like you always have an asshole who gets what he deserves, but in this one, like he definitely gets what he deserves for bringing this all on. Yeah, dude, he he, (laughs) from the jump, from the jump, dude, he gets it from like every kind of deadite, pretty much, right? Yeah, no, no shit, right? He He gets it from. the his girlfriend right pretty much yes it starts uh, out with his girlfriend who like she's the well she's the second dead eye pres- yes like, i yeah because mia's first yes mia's the first and then the and second it's, one it's great with the with the origin like you were saying with the story to begin with yeah because first they think she's just having withdrawals yeah i do it oh my god yeah she's so pissed too because he's like yo no one believes me and it's part of that it's in that story where, you know, as an adult and, you know, as a person who's educated, you it, you understand that, you know, that that people are not believing her because she's done this in the past, you know? Yeah. Um, like, so, so, like, you get them. You understand them trying to, like, hold her back and trying to keep her in the cabin. You understand yeah. them trying to be a good friend to try to help their friend, you know, just go through this addiction problem. Um, yeah, it's so smart, dude, yeah. in establishing these characters before doing anything. Agreed. Yeah, you know, and the original one does that, too. I remember this is part of our conversation where it was, like, which does it better? Like, which – and, like – Part one establishes the characters a little bit, you know, eventually, like, of course, Ash, because we, you know, now we love him. But, like, the new one just, 
like does so much in that first like ten minutes. Yeah, and then it starts like ten minutes in. Like the, like he says Kunda, <laughs> Kunda, <laughs> Kunda. <laughs> yeah, he says, he's he says that ten minutes in, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, and it's great because um the whole thing with Mia getting possessed kind of happens when she's walking around outside just going through withdrawal while yeah. she's you know she's pacing back and forth in the rain and they see that her they see this happening and they see her walking back and forth and going oh you know kind of you know just going through the motions of the process right and yes. and then at the, after this guy fucking reads all that shit shit starts to go and Mia just so happens to be the one outside at the moment, you know, mm-hmm. and and that's when she grabs the keys and she's like, "Yo, fuck this, right? We, I'm getting out of here, dude. I'm getting out of here." She takes the keys and she drives around and she fucking lands in a ditch and then she goes through the you know the vines and shit. And that whole scene, I think, was very well done. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I was telling you, it's wild how that whole fucking entity, right? The whole blob kind of just yes. went all up in her. It's actually was wild, dude. I'm like, oh my yeah, god. And th- that's the other thing. Like this, it it's such good imagery because that's not like it's practical, but it was also CG. Yeah, like it, it, like it was just a good little blend of like effects and also like Levy. Like she she's so good, especially when she does get possessed and yeah. the little whisper she does. Yeah, that was great. Where she's like, you have to get me out of here, but she like whispers. Oh it. yeah, that was so good. Yeah, and and then of course when she starts going full deadite, and that's the other thing too. Like as we start to break down the deadites, going back to that conversation, all these actors too, like they're so good at nailing these deadites. Yeah, like, and, and you know what's funny? Like they're they're nowhere to be found now. You know? Yeah, where did they like all of right? them? You know, like Jane Levy. You know, she earned her little you know payday. Yes, she earned her payday. I'm sorry, not little at all. Actually, her payday, which is awesome. It's a good for her. Like just yes. going through Evil Dead alone. You know, she earned her fucking payday. So she's singing up a storm over on ABC, I think, right? Yeah, like Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. It got picked up for season two. Good for her. So, you know what? That's what it is, where it's like her career is cemented for me. Like, she is a final girl. Dude, that's it. Because she made her bones and she can do the fucking convention circuit for life when she's done doing, you're right, you know, any kind of project. She's she can be a Bruce Campbell, dude. That's she, it. she can she can be following his footsteps, and you it's know, great because she's young enough where you where you can actually bring her back in an Evil Dead movie, you know. Oh, dude, imagine oh. that'd be great, dude. That'd Yo, awesome. uh, just to detour the conversation, we'll get back to it, but like, you know, they're doing another one, right? Dude, I heard, man. Explain yeah. to the peoples what's up. <laughs> so, yeah, folks, we're getting a new Evil Dead. Like, can you believe it? Like, it's been, like like we said, 2013. It's been seven years. And then, well, now it's announced. So, like, what, 2022, maybe? So it would wow. be, like, yeah, it, that's a lot of years. But, like, I'm ready for the Evil Dead, right? Like, I am, come on. I'm excited about it. It's um, it's being made by the director of The Hole in the Ground. Um, yes. It's an A24 movie that came out uh, last year. And yeah. it was uh, surprisingly good. Um, I believe it's on streaming services now. Um, so just ch- check it out. It's a surprisingly good movie. So the yeah, minute, you, uh, yeah, we we have a uh, we we have your review, I believe, in one of our earlier episodes. So go, yeah, that's right. Go find um, that one. Yeah, I speak about that as well um, for the awards as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a good movie. It's a solid movie, well made. Uh, so I'm excited to hear that that director is taking on this Dude. project and with the blessing of Campbell. 
right? Yeah. So apparently that's why Sam Raimi picked him. Yeah. So okay. So here here's what Bruce Campbell say had to say about the movie to Empire. We're just getting off the phone with Lee Cronin, who is writing and directing the next Evil Dead, and uh, it's called Evil Dead Now. Sam handpicked Lee. He did a cool movie called The Hole in the Ground. We're going to get that sucker out as soon as practical. So he he had like they both like basically drew to him because of the hole in the ground. Yeah. So there we go, Arturo. Like people, like some two of the biggest horror icons agree with you there. Hey so, man, you see, you see, man. <laughs> also, so, big ups to A twenty four for also picking gems like that. You know, dude. Word. So okay. So the first details of it. Uh, this one won't feature Ash. So of of course it's okay. That's fine. And uh, it'll feature a female protagonist again. So like Take like uh, Jane Levy. You know, maybe we'll get a new like final girl out of all of this. So, um, so here's what Bruce Campbell said. From this point forward, they, they kind of have to stand on their own, which is fine and liberating. You could have different heroes, different heroines in this case. This one's going to be a little more dynamic. We just want to keep the series current. And the mantra really is that our heroes and heroines are just regular people. That's what we're going to continue. So that sounds awesome. So it's, it's kind of like Ash, right? Where yeah. he was just a normal dude who gets, and it's like Mia in the new one where she's just this normal person who dude, gets sucked in. It works, into all man. This. It works. Like, because, um, then Evil Dead, you know, becomes its own, like, um, oh, it, you're right. Like, the cabin itself becomes the you know the bad guy so this location of the woods uh, you know like it's funny like you can see you know how at times everything resets after a movie you know Mm -hmm. so like everything could be resetting after every like evil dead movie you know so it's just like an anthology that always features the cabin it always features the cabin right like in some shape or form they find a way to read the fucking words Kunda. Oh, right? dude. So the way you pitch it, Arturo, I I imagine like, yeah, like we get a long ass franchise of just like different directors doing their deadites. Why the fuck like, not, dude? Dude, like, like you know? so like going back to Fede Alvarez, his deadites are like, that's why it's basically one of the best horror films ever, I would argue. Like I would agree. I would. I would say maybe it's it's probably like top two. I don't know. Like it's always best horror film for me. Of course, you know it's always gonna go back to like nostalgia shit. So it's gonna be like Scream, of course. <laughs> <laughs> which we also talk about. Go check out that one. That's a great but episode. like, but this one's always there. And rewatching it again further cemented like, damn, this shit holds up because look how brutal these deadites are, dude. dude they fucking like, look good, right? Yes. <laughs> They look practical. They're fucking brutal, as you were saying. Like, these dudes, these gals, I should say, for the most part, too, are just yes. fucking you up, dude. Like, when, when, um, which one? David's girlfriend, right? The chick who chopped her arm off, right? When she uh, oh, picks up yeah. that crowbar and just starts fucking swinging. Yes. At our smart guy, right? And then she just swings. The first, the first blow just breaks his fucking hand in half. And that yeah. looks fucking great. I'm like, God damn, this guy is getting fucked up. <laughs> yeah, like, you know? like going back to that, like he's getting punished for this shit. Like, first he breaks his back on the toilet. Oh, so- oh, oh, oh <laughs> dude, yeah. dude, it reminds so me of that fight in Pineapple Express, bro. With the, <laughs> when they get to the bathroom. That's a great fight yeah. scene, by the way. Dude, like Seth Rogen knows how to do fight scenes. Dude, that fight like, scene was fantastic. 
you know it's another good one neighbors they have a good fight scene there too where yeah they it's just do. regular dudes like regular people doing dumb shit to each other oh you know? man but yeah dude when he falls <laughs> when he fucking lands pretty much on the toilet oh, oh i felt that in my back dude i was like oh you're fucked you're and so he, fucked, bro. He slips on the cheek meat oh, that yes. he cuts out. How like, it's so is that, dude? It's so, like, it's so fucking smart. Like, break it in. Like, we can, like, we can dig into each one of them for sure. But, like, that first one, that first real deadite we get, she, first she fucks herself up. Yeah, when she fucking just carves her fucking face up with that glass yeah. is great. Oh, the visuals God. are great. That shot... And that bathroom where the lights are flickering on and off. You see that shot of the like her jawbone and her teeth yeah. and shit. It looks fucking great. Looks so good. They did such a good job in that movie with the practical effects. And, and then, as you oh, mentioned, these... right, he slips on the fucking cheek meat, which is priceless. Yeah, like it's so fucking. That's so smart. Like that's such a cool idea on top of a cool idea already. Dude. Like. Uh, ugh, like face stuff always gets me like and, and, then, and then on top of that that was right after mia had fucking boiled her face pretty much yeah. in the shower that was fucking dope seeing the face getting all boiled up and it just goes on and on in this movie and then as i mentioned before one of our deadites begins by chopping her own arm off at the elbow with a yeah. fucking turkey carver, which is fucking awesome. Great scene. And then even better was when it was just hanging by a fucking, like, Ugh, uh, like yeah. a, it was hanging by a little thread of a muscle. And then she's like, okay, I think it's better now. You know, and the arm just falls off and shit. Yeah, uh, dude, like, that was great. That was dude, great. I, I like the little detail that she was probably just imagining it. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, because like the arm looks fine. Like when it falls, I mean, fine in quotation marks, right? But like, yeah, yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but like when it falls off, it, it doesn't look all yeah like, shriveled up and like Thanos like, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's gonna do the snap. Yeah, dude, like, she snapped her fingers. She's all fucked up now, bro. But yeah, like I think it was all in her head too. Like uh, that's why the that's why the Mia Deadlights like laughing. Dude, you know what I mean? that, that's a great scene because she's uh, she's fucking egging her on like, oh, don't fucking cut it off, bitch! Don't cut it off, bitch! Don't cut it off! As she's laughing. And yeah. then she just cuts it off. She's like, oh, okay, you know what? I'm going to cut it off, you know? And, and then Mia's laughing. She's like, oh, my God, you're just cutting your own fucking arm off. It's great. You know, yeah. she's having fun watching all this chaos. And then just like the makeup that Mia has with the, you know, the, those contacts, those deadites have, they look then, fucking great. Dude, her huge eyes. Like we dude, were just yep. saying with Don't Breathe. Like she's just got a perfect horror face. Dude, she's tapping yeah. on the fucking door as she's like, you know, her, her face is like peeking through the... You know, the basement, like, you know, like, uh, cellar door there. Mm -hmm. That looked fucking great. And then that scene where she um, trapped this girl who cuts her her arm off. Prior to actually her cutting her arm off, she gets trapped in the basement. And then she grabs this box cutter. And she thinks that uh, that's going to hurt Mia. So Mia grabs the box cutter. And she just fucking, like, licks the box cutter. Slices her tongue right down the middle. And it was just fucking just brutal, dude. Dude, I remember that. I remember, like, almost closing my eyes when I saw it in the theater. I remember that. I still remember that feeling the first time seeing that in particular. Just thinking about it right now. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I remember the... I. It's such a feeling for me. That scene hits me so hard that I remember the first time I saw it. And I was like, (laughs) Like, it freaked me out, dude. Like, yeah. 
That was uh, it's, it's that so was good because they put that in the trailers too. So like yeah. you knew off the bat, you're like, holy shit, I can't wait to see that scene. And then everything around that scene is absolutely fucking great. Dude, and it's crazy. Even when I knew it was coming, I didn't know it was coming. Yeah, like it, it's that kind of thing. Like I remember, like you said, I remember seeing it in the trailer, but it's like I totally forgot about it because the movie's full of such. It's full of other imagery. Dude, at absolutely. That point. Like, you're right. Like it never stops this violence train, but it never feels boring. Like it, it never feels. It, it never feels like I like I've said a billion times on the show. I'm like my my thing with ultra violence is like you know I I don't like it, but here it just it all fits because the movie's so evil. Yeah, like it's it's so evil. Like the dog dies, and then they have to cut up the dog. The dog dies like, early too. Yeah, like the That's dog the is first the first victim. one to get. Yeah, <laughs> and then when you like, it's the John Wick thing. You know when a dog dies, it's some fucked up shit. Yo, you, know? Facts. <laughs> you know when a dog fucking goes first. Yeah, it's gonna go down because it's it's like it, it's it's like killing a baby or a kid. You know, like you know yeah. she's gonna go down. If the yeah. first thing you kill is a fucking pet or the fucking or or a kid, dude, it's a wrap. Everything is gonna be fucking. Hold, hold on to your seats, people. All right, because yeah. it's going to be killings left and right. And this is exactly <laughs> what happens in Evil Dead. Everyone fucking dies. Um, everyone pays a price. Mia pays a you know a good price because she fucking does die. And then yeah. she comes back, uh, which is wild scene of trying to get her fucking. It's funny how smart he is to get to, uh, to actually think of doing that, which is funny. Yeah, yeah. like it, it's, it's cool, though, because yeah. at that point, like he, yeah. you know... It, Yes, exactly. It was it was at, the ultimate swerve. Exactly, because, because at that point he's a superhero. Yeah, he's the hero of yeah. the story. Like he he's the quote unquote our final girl because that's the way it was in Evil Dead. Yes. like Ash became the final girl, <laughs> and then you know then he turns into the hero in part two and then the rest of them. But like in the first one, you you have to be the the survivor, and yes. that's what. He, and so when he pulls out all that shit, I never really. I never really doubted it. Like you're right. Like it's kind of it's kind of funny, but at the it's same funny time, now. it's like yeah. See, and then you understood that yo, this guy's getting everything ready to fucking throw down right now, dude. Right? <laughs> yeah. Fucking getting yeah. his weapons and shit like that. And then he gets fucking got by a yes. set of pliers in the neck, which dude. is fucking great. Like out of it's nowhere, ultim- ultimate swerve, dude. Because he he thinks he's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get out of this alive. Wrong. Ultimate swerve, dude. Yep. Like it. And then, you know, then when Mia takes over, and then you get the blood rain and the evil part of it. Like, Dude, then it yeah, just, man. like, And oh. then that fucking truck f- just fl- flipping on her hand, right? Yeah, and, and then, then her pulling like, yeah. off her hand was, like, it's so, like, it's good body horror. And, <laughs> like, and then they showed the pulling of the hand perfectly, mm-hmm. too. You see every little muscle? Ripping. Hell yeah, yeah, that shit was fucking oh. great. <laughs> that was fucking That's- great. And but then... You know- you got her with the fucking chainsaw just digging into that demon and blood everywhere and then all of a sudden the sky opens up the blood rain stops and uh the movie's over (laughs) you know um you know i i never saw that little mid credit scene did you know there was one in the middle i've never seen it where she sees uh ash no no uh where she's yeah where she's in the car like basically some dude picks her up and she like opens her eyes yeah, it's Bruce Campbell, right? No, no, it's just some dude, like some white guy. And yes, because I've seen that. You know what it was? I thought that scene was going to have Bruce Campbell in it. I was disappointed no. when it didn't. <laughs> yeah, he's only in there to say groovy. 
But, like, I've I've never actually seen that mid-credits scene or the groovy thing until, like, I just watched it, like, for this episode. Like, I've never seen that. Yeah, I saw that stuff in theaters when it first came out. I kind of wish I didn't see it. (laughs) Because, you know, it's a perfect ending. I stopped (laughs) right after... The, right after she kills the demon and then everything like the rain stops and like it just goes black and that's exactly where I stop yeah cause that's where the movie ends is unnecessary honestly <laughs> that's where the movie ends no but that's a mid credit scene yeah you know I what know. I mean like I wish I didn't see it cause like it's a perfect ending it's a good like it's a near per- like it's that's just kind of perfect it. that's why you don't see it it's part of the credits right yeah it, like it's one of the few like 10 out of 10s I would say like on on my side yeah, I, don't, I don't know about Evil you or Dead, Evil Dead's fucking great Evil Dead's like, fucking I, great. A ten is appropriate. Um, I, I think I gave it a nine. Have I reviewed it yet? For course, feed I forget. But uh, um, if I have, it's either a nine or a ten. Legit, yeah. like hands down, at least a nine. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like even with nine, like you know, there are little things, but it, it's also not like I don't know. It's, it's just fucking, one of those things where I'm like, fucking yeah, movie, dude. It's just solid. Like, it's, it's just a good fucking, fucking movie. movie. It's what it is. Just mm-hmm. it just straight up well-made fucking horror flick um and, and it's crazy it's like you said like the violence even gets so extreme that it gets kind of b-movie-ish sometimes you know yes but it still doesn't feel b-movie-ish because of just the way everything is done and how good it looks you know um yeah it's it's well done just fucking bravo to fetty alvarez and whoever um and whoever was involved with, with making that film is fucking great job yeah, I have no idea what you would do for a new one because it's like now you did the the goofy version in Evil Dead Two, you did the ultraviolet version in Evil Dead twenty thirteen. So it's like, what do you do? What like a suspense Evil Dead maybe? Or um, like a, it, it really all depends on where they're gonna put the location of the book. You know? Yeah, because it's called Evil Dead now. So it's like, are we gonna do an urban setting? So maybe like a city. Maybe they find the book going camping again you know but maybe yeah. it's like updated to 2020 you know oh like rvs or like a tiny home <laughs> uh, yeah a tiny home right yeah yeah fucking that show in hgtv oh my yeah tiny home. <laughs> dude this is a, a, a tiny home man you could do that with evil dead so Shit, like man. i'm i'm wondering what that means so like they better not do like necronomicon on a phone or something <laughs> oh yeah like an app right yeah. <laughs> it's like oh yeah go download that app the necronomicon it's like really should i really download that app it reminds me of that movie um fuck what's the name of that movie it was on on shutter it was from the dude who made deathgasm right I spoke yeah. about it on uh, on the cast before, but it's it, it's the same kind of concept where this this uh, evil company comes up with like this app, right? And, and these people download it, and every time they download it, like there's like spirits going through the app or some shit like that. It was a cool movie. It was fun. It sounds cool. Yeah, you know, it was fun. It, it, like you knew it wasn't serious kind of shit, so it was fun. Yeah, you know, speaking of Jane Levy being a good like final girl, like you know, like because Evil Dead's so good, she you know she cemented. But, like, speaking of that, so Sigourney Weaver, I would also argue, we're going to do a full episode on her. So, like, don't worry about that. But like, Yeah, we're going to talk about aliens all over again. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but, no, she's done, she's done other great stuff. But, no, we're going we're gonna to focus on Sigourney Weaver and all the cool shit. She's done Ghostbusters. Yeah, um, dude, she's got a career. Like, that's, yeah. And she was great in Paul. Remember Paul? 
Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Paul, uh, that was a good get for Paul. I'm like, you know, when I saw her on screen, I was like, oh my God, Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> then Cabin in the Woods, which she I, gets her cameo. <laughs> I, I fanboy for all that shit. Every time she dude, pops up, boy, I fucking fanboy. She, des- she deserves she's it. Yeah, she's Like, great. that's the thing. She deserves better. I, I know. And uh, yeah, I t- yes. tell the folks, tell the folks <laughs> so, about this. They, they deserve to know. <laughs> so speaking of deserving, deserving better. So she's basically. <laughs> yeah, <big time. laughs> uh, but yeah, speaking of deserving better, she she's basically shooting down like any idea of her coming back to the Alien franchise. Like she she's basically saying like uh, so she spoke to Empire too also when uh, asked about you know whether or not she'd return. I don't know. Ridley has gone in a different direction. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, I, maybe, I say so. <laughs> maybe Ripley has done her bit. She deserves a rest. So apparently the Blancamp stuff. Um, so Ridley Scott also confirmed that Blancamp's plans were never actually considered. No, because he's a fucking... Because Ridley Scott's being a pain in the fucking ass, dude. Yeah, so... Because like, he's like, jealous. <laughs> the producer, uh, Walter Hill... Uh, Gave her a fifty-page treatment to like um, for whatever fifth outing that came in the wake of Blomkamp's plans. So whatever uh, fifth alien movie they were planning after the the Blomkamp stuff fell apart, she just wasn't excited about it to return. So of like, it's probably trash, bro. Yeah, they they gave her trash, and she was like, "No, I'm good." Yeah, so dude, come on, man. It, the the Blomkamp stuff, apparently, yeah. So that sucks, but like. like it, it's like we mentioned um, on our Alien cast, right? That yeah. she was down for it when Blumkamp first, you know, put it out there. Her and Behind were like, yo, dig it. And then, yeah. and then fucking Ridley Scott was like, oh, you know what? No, let's fucking do Prometheus, you know? But one thing I do have to say that all this Prometheus and Covenant shit, this is pre-Ripley. So, yes. so Ripley can be done down the line somewhere, somehow. Ow. Um, but uh, with this news of, of Miss Weaver um, telling us she's fucking done, yeah, it I don't sucks. blame her. Yeah, I don't blame her either. She deserves better. Yeah, dude. I would, I would love for her to like have like uh, we said this in our Alien show too, where you know I would love for her to have that final good outing. Yeah, you know, just like <laughs> she deserves one of those like it's like when Stallone came back and when Schwarzenegger came back. Yeah, you got to pass like, the baton, you know. Yeah. She needs and, to pass that torch somehow to somebody, um, but that's gone now. That opportunity's done. That sucks because, yeah. like, even Linda Hamilton came back. Word, like, dude. So, yeah. so it's like, fuck. Sigourney Weaver is like one of those action heroines at the same time, and she so, wanted to do it as well. Yeah. So, like, Blonde Camp, man, that was a good idea enough for her to want to do it, and clearly. But again, ugh. that was fucking years ago. Yeah. Right and, before yeah. fucking Prometheus, like even was made you know <laughs> she probably saw that shit was like no nah, i'm good she's like too. what the fuck is this shit <laughs> like are you kidding me fucking somebody call ridley let's <laughs> tell him to make sure we don't fucking don't say my name ever again do, do not mention ripley ever again please because yeah. obviously he's gonna shit on the whole legacy of ripley yeah fuck man it sucks i like you said i don't blame her we don't blame her 
It's just, it, it's definitely just some tough news, you know. <laughs> Dude, fucking, that sucks. But um, it's better that way. Just keep her, you know, don't even, yeah. don't even write about Ripley. If anything, just make her part like, you know, the canon. So that way she could be talked about like, oh, remember when, you know, this Lieutenant Ripley person did this or that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but to involve her now, yeah, I like get name- it, dude. Name like a a military team after her or something like a you know what I mean like name a name a ship or like a, yeah, name a ship after her bro yeah or Ripley or something you know yeah just to acknowledge that she she exists in that universe and then but or even then, name that's... a fucking android after Ellen right like Ellen Ripley oh yeah that's like, a good one oh the new Ellen model now I said. I, if I were Ridley Scott, I'd do a CG Sigourney Beaver. <laughs> oh my god, he totally would too. Yeah, like a CG like android, you know, so he could make like a younger Sigourney Weaver, you know, like like how he did with like how they do Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, dude, he, he totally would do that shit. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be like fucking Sigourney Weaver from the seventies and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, oh look, uh, this is the new model I have over here. Right, it's right before I made the David model. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking these people, man. Like, it's just, it's gonna be tough to reboot that franchise, honestly. Because yeah, the way everything ended and the way everything was trying to begin again, it was just very messy. And the proper way to have done it would have been with Bloomcom script, being that it followed Aliens two directly. So you would still have you know the two best films of the franchise. In one and two, still part of canon, and kind of forgetting what happens with three because nobody cares about three, nobody cares about resurrection either. They're all, you know, not saying they're, they're all trash, but resurrection is kind of trash actually. That movie sucks. But three has some kind of you know some moments in there. But if they would just had followed that um, that Halloween twenty eighteen formula where they would pick yep. up after you know aliens, they would have kind of gotten a pretty good turnout, I think, in terms of. You know, critical acclaim and, you know, box office. Yeah, you're right. Like, what a good time for it, you know? It was going to be great, man. And on top of that, Bloomcom needs, he needed a project like that, too. You know, because, yeah, he gave us a District 9, which I was a fan of, right? And then... um, (laughs) The fucking prawns. The the fucking prawns, man. (laughs) And then uh, I gave us Elysium, which was pretty decent, too. Um, I haven't seen Chappie. Um, Not sure what else he did after that. But he needs something that has a big name to it to kind of get people like worked up about his name again, you know, and alien was going to be that, but now it's like, uh, you know, maybe go do another star Trek or some shit, you know, but, uh, but yeah, uh, that sucks. Yeah. So, uh, that's all she wrote folks. Um, mm-hmm. thank you for joining us again for this conversation for this, uh, summer long event, the summer of the final girl. Um, and uh, this episode was again Miss Jane Levy, who, who uh, graced us with her performance in Don't Breathe, and of course a very masterful uh, performance in Evil Dead 2013. Um, and uh, next week you'll find out. Next week, I guess. Have a good time out there, folks. Be safe. Have a good, have a good final girl summer. Yeah, exactly. Because I know like <laughs> states are not opening up, so just be safe out there. All right, mm-hmm. people. Be safe. Make sure you wear your mask. Make sure you wash your hands. Make sure uh, you. Uh, just be a decent fucking person. Yeah. It's a scary world out there, but we're here for the good.